You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hi, everyone. I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. Today is episode 21. And I'm Barb Fletcher. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you move from being stressed to feeling your best. Today, we're going to talk about the relationship between stress and mental health. And May is Mental Health Month, and we're having more and more conversations than ever about mental health. One of the things that often comes up is that stress has an impact on mental health. Can you talk to that? We know that we all need a little stress in our life to sharpen the axe and it's good for us, but too much is not good for us and it has to do with the amount of cortisol that is secreted by our body and those elevated levels of cortisol wear down the brain's ability to function properly and leads to other disease processes. Some people would say that they thrive on stress and and their performance actually goes up. And I think that's one of the challenges that we've found with the recent uh, pandemic in the last couple of years and why it's taken such a toll on people's mental health because the stress has been high for those two years, yet there hasn't been any relief. It's true that some of us do thrive when we're under stress and pressure, Mm -hmm. but you can't do that without recharge. Eventually the body breaks down and we have issues. You Mm -hmm. can't go forever. You talked about some of the changes that occur in the body. Can you, can you speak to those? Cortisol plays a big role in the way our inflammation processes happen in our body. And when we have too much inflammation, brain cells can actually die as a result of that. And it has a lot to do with disrupting the way that our nerve cells communicate with each other. We call those synapses. A lot of times we'll see that there's damage in areas of the brain that have to do with our socialization and ways that we communicate with other people. And also chronic stress has an effect on the prefrontal cortex. So that's the thinking area of the brain. And our thinking area of the brain has to do with memory and learning. So oftentimes we'll see people say, gosh, I can't seem to remember anything or I can't seem to learn new things. When you dig a little bit deeper, often stress is an underlying cause of that. And when the stressors are dialed down, they find that their memory is actually gets better and they can remember names and faces and and those types of things. Mm. So chronic stress can actually cause changes in the thinking part of our brain. So what happens to the brain stress and alarm center? Chronic stress causes that to oversensitize. So it takes less to trigger a response from that area of the brain. And when uh, the response is triggered, we get more stress chemicals. So more chemicals flow. 
And I think I've said it before on our podcast, stress makes us stupid. Um, oftentimes that stressor or the stress chemicals are turned on 24-7, 365. We don't get a break and often more and more higher levels throughout the day. And that in relationship to our thinking brain, they need to work together and they don't because that part of our brain is always turned on. I think we've all met someone who perhaps has reacted to a particular situation that we thought was out of character. Um, and, and for them, they may not have been even aware of how strongly they reacted. And that, that has to do with what's really going on in the brain. Yeah. I could recall times that I've done that. I remember going to air show, an air show uh, with my family. My kids were younger and it was just super hot that day. And I think it was one of the early years that the air show happened and they didn't have enough water. And I went absolutely crazy screaming and hollering out there. And it was really my own stress mechanism reacting to the situation. Mm -hmm. When I took a step back and thought, why did I do that? I had no idea because I wouldn't have normally done that under other conditions, but I was feeling threatened and I overreacted. Yeah. So the stress response isn't proportional to what's actually happening around. Oh, heck no. And it has, it's proportional to how deep our memories are of a certain mm. event. So if there's something else that's been really catastrophic to us or very traumatic to us, and we've had a big reaction, we might do that the second time having a bigger reaction. And I think that's, that's part of the challenge. People feel so out of control with these reactions because they take by surprise. Well, and often there are people involved in those catastrophic reactions. So there's always collateral damage, I call it, because we say things and do things that our thinking brain wouldn't normally have done, but then there's a mess to clean up afterwards. If there's one message that we can share with our listeners is that there are things that they can do about it. Yeah, we do have to build skills in order and make mental health a priority. Till maybe a few years ago, we were looking as at mental health as something separate from physical health. And really, they need to be thought of as together. Our mental health is probably more important than our physical health. And they've actually done research that shows that poor mental health leads to poor physical health. So they really work in tandem with each other. They're not separate. And we probably know people who had strong physical health, but their mental health may not have matched that same level. And our perspective really has changed over the last last while. Yeah, that's so true. And I think recognizing the early warning signs that stress is building up and that maybe we don't have the capacity that we need to cope with what's going on is the second thing that we need to really pay attention to. We all need help from time to time staying physically healthy. We go to the doctor. That same thing applies to staying mentally healthy. Mentioned the pandemic and how much stress built up over time. We didn't have a lot of outlets for relieving that stress. Some of our uh, communications and our people that we'd hung with, we weren't able to be around them, that socialization. So it did 
pile up. But there are so many ways and things that we can do to help build a stronger, be stronger and mentally healthy. So that is true on an individual basis, but we really need to pay attention to stress and our mental health in the workplace as well. That's true. And I think we're starting to see that burnout is something that we need to deal with and that we can't separate work from home anymore, just like we can't separate mental from physical health. So it's looking at things from a much more broad perspective. And I always say skills, not pills and substances. Being aware of those people in your organization or within your family that are starting to maybe use substances or seek outside um, uh, coping buffers. Uh, it's a good heads up that it's time to do something and take a step back. I think those have become um, more prominent and more evident to our societies over over the last couple of years because there wasn't as much distraction, I guess. Yeah, I think smoking and alcohol use and uh, marijuana use, all those things have gone up in the pandemic. And that's because we're looking for ways to soothe ourselves, external ways to soothe ourselves. But those external things can only help us so much. And if we don't mm -hmm. do the internal work that goes along with that, then we often find ourselves with challenges of addiction and other issues that we have to work with. We would encourage you to pay attention to your mental health over, you know, it, it needs to be a lifelong uh, commitment, just like if you were conscious of what nutrition you were actually putting in your body, what are the, what are the thoughts and the emotions that are your processing? As always, we have lots and lots of different ways to plug in to help you get uh, stronger and fill your toolbox up. You can follow us on social media and we'd be happy to help you fill your toolbox. Until next time. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.